There's something in the air coming toward <laughs> it's us. It's a fucking alien spaceship, and they're like, holy <laughs> shit, we walked into something that was not <laughs> our beef. <laughs> Holy right. shit. People are like, mad pull at up, us. Pull up. <laughs> <laughs> We're not Japan. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. We, we the, the we come in peace line couldn't have come earlier. <laughs> Fuck these people. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Say that shit. Woof. Wait, what? <laughs> Cheers. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Amateur Intellectuals. My name is Kendall, and I'm here with my co-host, Caitlin. Hello. Hey, girl. So, if you're watching on YouTube right now, I have some explaining to do. Welcome to my <laughs> junkie car. Uh, MTV Pimp My Ride. Um, made it up to Lincoln Forest... And didn't realize that it was like a 20 degree temperature change. There's actually still snow on the ground. So maybe behind me, hopefully you can get a good look at that. Uh, It is beautiful. It is just a tad chilly out. So I'm going to be recording from inside here today. Um, Caitlin, I am so thrilled about this episode. It's so wonky and I've never even heard of it. So. Okay. Um. First question, have you ever heard of the Battle for Los Angeles? No. It sounds like a, like one of those end-of-the-world movies. Yes. Well, I think there's a movie called Battlefield, Battlefront LA, Ooh. Battle something. And this little to-do was briefly uh, mentioned in, that, in the intro to that. Um, oh, wow. But for, for the real question of the episode... Uh, you and I have skimmed on, I believe, UFOs, aliens, extraterrestrials. Mm-hmm. But just as a refresher for all of us, are you a believer? I'm a believer in alien life. I'm not a believer in alien. Aliens are watching us and they're, they've landed and there's government cover-ups and all that. It just, it seems to me that the simplest answer is usually the right one. (laughs) Um, So I'm not generally a conspiracy theorist, but I don't know. I mean, like that said, I do believe that we're not the only planet that has life on it. So where do you stand on that? I generally agree with you. Um, I think like statistically, obviously it's like impossible that we're alone, but... I also, like, I do find myself getting wrapped up in, like, a little bit of conspiracy, and then I have to, like, back up and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, level, is it level shoulders, level-headed? Whatever, you, like, come back to Earth. Um, so, what sparked all this, I'm going to get into the drink in just a second, but what sparked all this is I was in, I was in Carlsbad, and I hopped up to Roswell, which is, of course, where, I mean, un- undoubtedly, un questionably not even controversially an alien ufo spacecraft crashed there yeah scientifically proven (laughs) and um i was at the museum which i don't like to shit on small business but what the fuck (laughs) was that why what was it i've never been there i it was it was a 
large room with like a Stephen King novel to read plastered up on the walls. <laughs> it was un- like the second I rounded the corner, I was like, oh, fuck, I just paid to read all of this. And of course, I read like a quarter of it and I was like, that's good. Um, but around the first corridor, there was this article and they were linking, they were talking about how UFOs, flying saucers and all that were, uh, this isn't like just a Roswell thing. This all, There was also this weird event that happened at, in Los Angeles a few years prior. Um, and I like looked up the news article and I was like, oh my God, I've never even heard of that. And how strange so we'll do a little quick little deep dive on that yeah um the ep- the episode the cocktail for this episode is the flying saucer of course episode. it is <laughs> um with a appreciative nod to absolutedrinks.com thank you so much this sounds lovely when i get back into the city i'm gonna buy some of these to make this because it looks yummy um it's a martini so it's just in parts and they're all equal parts Okay. Um, they say two-thirds part bourbon, two-thirds part cognac, two-thirds part flavored brandy. I say count to four or five on each of them. Let it rip. Hmm. Uh, okay. P- put some rocks in a shaker glass. Give that baby a twirl. Nice little martini glass. And let's get tepsy. You know what? I remember in Fort Worth, the Flying Saucer um, bar. I really liked that place, too. Yes. Yes. We do have one of those. Who the fuck is we? (laughs) (laughs) The royal we. You and God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that feels so good. Uh Uh-huh. They do. Yes, they do. They have one of those. Uh Uh-huh. It was famous. I don't know I found that here. I just pulled out. It was famous um, for having like an insane number of taps, like hundreds, something like that. It, it was, it, yeah. Uh, I would recommend the Flying Saucer over the museum, but <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, you're telling me you would recommend a bar <laughs> over a museum? I mean, like, yeah, al- yeah. almost always. <laughs> Before, do the bar first, museum, and then back to the bar. Yeah. So it's a museum sandwich. It's it's what you do while you're sobering up for round two. <laughs> right. <laughs> the old boot and rally. Okay, so I kind of got into this already, but I'm just going through my notes. Um, but I didn't I didn't do the date. So when I was in Roswell, everything that happened in Roswell, the crash, is. It's, uh, it's not speculated. It's like it happened sometime between mid June and July, nineteen forty seven, mm-hmm. depending on which story you hear. Um, so this is the Cold War era. There's experimental craft, experimental missiles, experimental all of that. So everybody's looking up, thinking something's going to come and nuke them. Like whoever it's going to be, is it Russia? Is it an alien? Cuba, which is also Russia. Is it an alien? Which, like, yeah, I was about to get into the, 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 there's some cool shit on that craft. Like, they, like, had all these different accounts of, like, people explaining this weird metal that they found out there. And it would, like, 
you could crumple it, but you couldn't tear it or burn it. And then whenever you set it down, it would like unfold itself without any crinkles. <gasps> Ew. That's crazy. I know. And it was like seven or eight people said that. And it was like kids. Because they like let the kids like go pick it up and play with it. And then <laughs> like the sheriff took some home to his kid. Of course. It was <laughs> right. This is, yeah, this is pre war, I guess. Well, no. No, it's post. It was in the middle. It's Roswell is literally nothing. There's nothing there except for this. So, um, moving right along. Um, in the museum, so they're trying to tie the Battle of L.A., UFO in the sky, UFOs. People have seen UFOs around. All of that. So, here's some context for the story. Uh... Japan surprise-bombed U.S. at Pearl Harbor on December the 7th, 1941. A day that will live in infamy. Mm -hmm. Um, I only know that quote because of it was in the movie Pearl Harbor. I know it's real. (laughs) I think most of America gets history from, like, movies. So. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I get shit on for liking Pearl Harbor so much. It's almost like daily. I don't think I ever saw it. I know. I mean, I obviously know how it ends, but. <laughs> yes. Hot guys, flying airplanes. Liv Tyler somewhere in there. Oh, fuck. I love Liv Tyler. Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay. So in the time, war jitters were big on the West Coast because obviously they're closer to Japan uh, mm-hmm. on a map. So, um, the civilians were kind of feeling exposed, potentially exposed to war activity. Um, according to the LA Times, which has published this article from 1942, um, they've republished it and then gone over it a couple times. I just thought that was interesting to be reading from the same source in which it happened so long ago. Mm-hmm. They said by February 1942, air raid sirens, searchlights, and anti-aircraft guns filled Los Angeles. That's got to be horrifying. Oh, imagine. Yeah. And it says blackouts and drills were common. Ugh. Like, is this the moment? Like, grab, you know, grab your kids, grab your family. Is this the time? Is this the moment? Right. And, and, like, after the bombing and then after them like the u.s getting involved in the war uh people on the coast were just kind of a little nervous and i don't necessarily blame them mm-hmm. um it turned out that their fear was not unfounded on february 23rd 1942 so just a couple months after pearl harbor a japanese submarine surfaced and shelled artillery at oil installations north of santa barbara oh my god did you know that? No. I didn't either. That's so scary. So that's a different thing, and that's called the Bombardment of Elwood, E-L-L-W-O-O-D. Okay. Um, some quick notes on that. So the Japanese knew that President Roosevelt would be speaking on the radio on that day, so they scheduled the attack in line with that. <gasps> the the captain... Because... Their whole thing, I think I get into this in a second, but like their whole thing was just trying to invoke that fear and that like chaos on the homeland. 
of the United States. Um, Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So did you, I know I ask you this every, every episode, but did you ever see this, the following movie? Did you ever see (laughs) the movie Greyhound with Tom Hanks in it? It's, it's relatively recent. I don't think so. You might like it. So it's it's all about like they're trying to get through the, the open water unprotected. They don't have aerial coverage in their ship and they have to get through when there's a bunch of like um, submarines that are like the enemy submarines that it's actually Germans, I think, but they are hiding. And the way that they do cinematography for that, because it makes you so scared of submarines, like it sounds like Oof. it feels like Jaws, except like submarines with people trying to kill you like actively trying to kill you but anyway it's that's what it makes me think of is like all of a sudden like all these santa barbara people are just like do 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 on my oil rig whatever and then peekaboo like right out of the water comes this predator submarine you know oh yeah like you can't you could never you could have never known it was there there was something like seven to fourteen of them, like patrolling Japanese submarines, just patrolling the West Coast. Oh. At one point, they would just kind of go up and down it. It's so scary. Um, that's terrifying. That's like, and like that, like no matter where you are on any coast, any country, whatever. Like just the fact that those things are just so slippery, so sneaky, girl. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, another weird couple of facts about El Elwood. Um, so the captain of the Japanese submarine, uh, before the war sailed a merchant ship, which had at one point stopped at that same exact spot to get cargo of oil. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the guy who like fired on, um, I'm going to, it just said oil installment. So I'm going to call it, it was some sort of like tank. It was like a fuel tank for an, a nearby airport. Mm-hmm. Um, he had stopped at that same refinery, for lack of a better word, um, and and purchased cargo there before he, years later, attacked it. Mm. Estimates say that the submarine fired off somewhere between 15 and 25 shells, missing targets and causing minimal damage. However, the purpose of the attack was accomplished, rising fear in the American people. The war had reached home. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It gives me chills. It's so weird that, like, I've never heard of that. You've never heard of that. Mm-mm, I haven't. And I was a history minor. <laughs> it, it, it's like they, they, sh- I mean, like, Pearl Harbor is one thing. Like, Pearl Harbor was way out there. It was closer to Japan. But, like, for them to be firing shells onto the mainland. Mm-hmm. That's like totally different. That's like Red Dawn shit. Yeah, it's in kinda... your backyard. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Um, so this is how this kind of correlates to the battle for L.A. The I've fucked up the way that I said that, but the very next day, the battle for L.A. occurred. <laughs> so, um, I think people got wind of there was an attack. And then the next day, everyone was just, like, freaking out, paranoid, trigger happy, all that. Understandably. Understandably. Oh. Oh. Absolutely. So it is said that paranormal, paranormal, 
Oh my god. <laughs> the ghosts were aboard the submarine. They were kamikaze ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Paranormal. Okay, hold on. I am so fucked up. These two stray dogs just walked up. They're not stray. They have a collar on. How bizarre. I have seen elk, wild horses, wild turkeys, and now domestic dogs. Oh my god. Oh. The people behind me didn't give me a good heads up. There's a man pulling up behind me. I had no idea. <laughs> YouTube. You need to be in the comments. <laughs> Where was the alert? We're under a fucking attack. <laughs> Don't be telling ghost stories out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Literally. I am so gooped. He's just like walking down the road now. Take your damn dog, girl. I got a dog too. <laughs> Shit. Okay, there you go. Um, so, um, it is sad that paranormal... I did it again. Paranormal. It is said that paranoia and trigger-happy fingers caused one of the strangest incidents in American war history. Naval intelligence warned Cali Californian units to be prepared for a potential attack. Around 2 a.m., military radar picked up what appeared to be an enemy contact 120 miles off of the L.A. coast. A quick aside. Basically what happened is like, it seems like the Na National Naval Intelligence picked up this blip on the radar, which radars were shit at the time. Mm -hmm. And they picked up this blip and they were like, hey, there's something down there. Keep an eye out. And then two Californian radars confirmed that it was moving toward the shore. It was moving closer, coming toward land. Stop it. Okay. Right. So it says within minutes, men... This is such a weird... I, I would type this in. It's such a weird... Within minutes, men manned guns and <laughs> searchlights lit the sky. The shooting started Why? at 3 Wait a, a minute. What? Did they even know what they were shooting at? Or, like, I mean, did no. they even have a precise... Or were they just shooting at the ocean? Shooting at the sky. S or at, sorry, at the sky. Stop it. Yeah. What's so the they're plan, like, there's, guys? There's <laughs> there something on the radar, right? It's coming to the in coast. In the air, not in the in sea. In the air. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, correct. Okay. But this is the this is the day after the submarine thing. Yeah. So everybody's freaked out. There's something in the air coming toward <laughs> it's us. It's a fucking alien spaceship, and they're like, holy shit, we walked into something that was not <laughs> our beef. <laughs> Holy right. shit. People are like, mad pull at up, us. Pull up. <laughs> <laughs> We're not Japan. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. We, we the, the we come in peace line couldn't have come earlier. <laughs> Fuck these people. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so da, 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 the shooting started at three. Lights Tracer bullets, which whenever you see like the news and like the like, glowing, it's almost like like, like in Star Wars. Oh yeah, it's do, 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 do. and then you can see that every do, do, do is a light is yeah. is a its own little light. Yeah, I know. Yeah, mm -hmm. which is so cool looking, but like it's yeah. also like Stop. Armageddon. <laughs> it's like it'll right. be the end of who's on the receiving end of that. <laughs> and if you're like just a civilian, like at a diner, 
and you look up and you're like, oh, shit. It's a shooting star. Oh, no, it's right. heavy artillery. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, da, 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 uh, tracer bullets in banks. L.A. appeared to be under attack. Oh, my Notice God. Notice the appeared. Chaos pandemonium. Over an hour later, an hour later... The all clear been do, 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 do for an hour. <laughs> for an hour. For an hour. And I implore you at this point, before we go further, to look up, if you're listening, look up the photo of the Battle for LA. It's like the first one that pops up. And they had all of these like huge anti-aircraft searchlights at all these different stations along the coast. And so they have all these lights up in the sky... And the photo was manipulated because printing presses for newspapers were shit back then, and they still are. And so they would, like, have artists retouch photos to draw out details to make them more, you know, whatever. Ew, I see it. I just looked it up. That looks like a UFO. It does. Ew. And all the spotlights are on it. Yes. Right? Ew. Right. Gross. Yeah. So, like, I saw that and I was like, hmm. Okay. Uh, in that hour, over 1,400 rounds, and we're talking about, like, 50 cal anti-aircraft rounds, were shot up on the Californian coast. With the light of day, the military realized that there was no attack. <laughs> there were no bombs dropped. <laughs> No downed planes, no nothing. We call that picking a field of oopsie daisies. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Yes. Can you imagine? <laughs> Just like, what do you mean there was nothing there? I, I, they must have felt kind of dumb. I mean, like, to be like, oh, guys, calm, sorry, false alarm, everybody calm down. Sorry, sorry, Los false Angeles, alarm. that we got y'all excited. <laughs> Uh, okay, the craziest part of all of this, in my opinion, and like, and we, we can talk about how it was a UFO in a minute, and that, that can also be perceived as crazy, but ironically, this is from history.com, the only damage during the battle had come from friendly fire. So all of this um, material, to put it nicely, that the military put in the air... Uh, rain down across the city, shattering windows and ripping through buildings. Fuck! One dud. Uh, I don't know what that means. I guess a, 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 I don't know what that means. Careened into a Long Beach golf course, and several residents had their homes partially destroyed by three-inch artillery shells. Oh my god! You're just sleeping. It's three a.m. 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. and all of a sudden your house is getting rained on. Ripped apart. Oh yeah. my god. You're right, it's red dawn. It's it's like, yeah. So while there were no serious injuries from the shootout, it was reported which is conflicting because it was reported that at least five people died. <laughs> so no serious injuries. People died. No serious um, injuries, just five deaths and about 10,000 hours of therapy after post-traumatic stress disorder all of a sudden is a, a muck in Los Angeles. <laughs> imagine the amount of people, the amount of people that just be scared shitless. I can't. Uh, Irreversibly ugh. scared shitless. I Irreversibly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So they don't necessarily, they like kind of flirt with like not blaming themselves for the deaths of the five people um, because they died as a result of heart attacks and car accidents. (laughs) (laughs) So like, we didn't shoot them. It's not our fault. (laughs) Oh, that is really funny. I'm sorry. But that is really funny. There was a Modern Family episode where it was Halloween and Claire was like banned from the neighborhood from doing stuff that was scary because the year before the guy had a heart attack and she was like, it wasn't my fault. (laughs) And it's like she she had a heart attack because like she fucking scared him and he peed himself and had a heart attack and she's like it wasn't my fault it's like the same thing it's like oh my god it wasn't my fault i'm sorry that they crashed their car because it was raining death but you know what (laughs) and they had a heart attack i'm sorry oh my god shining lights up in the sky it would look like the end of the world it would look like again like war was coming to your skies like coming to your house to your house yeah 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 Yikes. So, um, on a, on a not so great ending note for this story in a preview of the hysteria that would soon accompany the Japanese internment, authorities also arrested some 20 Japanese Americans for allegedly trying to signal the non-existent aircraft. Oh my God. So, like, in other words, like, they just came outside to see what was going on. <laughs> right. Like everybody else. Oh, my just God. Just like everybody else. This does make more sense, though, like, in terms of the, um, I mean, not that it ever made sense. You get it. But, like, it, it's a piece of the puzzle, historically speaking, about, like, like before they rounded up um, all the Asian Americans to, to take them to the internment camps. Like, that, that's a piece that I feel like was missing from the story. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and like, we didn't even know, and this is my like third time saying it, but like, how, how did we not know about the submarine attack? Like, that just seems like a big deal. Like, I can't think of any other time besides Pearl Harbor. And I kind of thought that Pearl Harbor was the only example of like, war on the mainland that wasn't civil or revolutionary. Right. Yeah, I mean, me too. And I I should know better. But I, because again, just studying it and whatever, but yikes, I, I had no idea. Pretty freaking bizarre. Yeah, but so. I'm glad you told me because like, I mean, this is something that everybody should know. Like you should, you should know about it. I mean, whether, wherever you sit on the UFO spectrum, like this is part of American history and part of world history. So. Right. Now let's get into the UFO section. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. Living for it. Let's do this. That's the historical accounts are mostly correct there. Um, I did some like skimming, some not skimming, some summations, some summations. Um, But this, this is okay. Yeah. Okay. So days later. The Secretary of the Navy dismissed the mess as a false alarm. The Secretary of War said it was phantom planes. Um, and better yet, after the war was over, the Japanese said that they never flew planes over L.A. <laughs> phantom plane. Fa- phantom planes. It was a phantom plane. What? I mean... Uh, 
Okay. And, and the Japanese, meanwhile, are just like, oh, like jumpy. Yowza. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds yeah. like we're not the only ones trying to get at you with those extraterrestrials. We were just over here. Like, we, okay, we admit we had a couple guys in a submarine, but like, <laughs> right. listen, jumpy. <laughs> Well, and the reason that I read that they didn't do that was because they, it was like unfeasible because they would have to move aircraft carriers close enough to the coast That's right. to be to be able targets. to make the journey. Right. Right. And they were like, we know if we get our aircraft carriers over there, they'll get blown up. So yeah, you ever played Battleship? <laughs> Literally. That's what would have happened. Exactly. To a T. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1983, the office, this is where we get into collusion, girl. This is, this is where, like, this is where I start to get, like, I know that I'm going into conspiracy a little bit here, but also, like, there's some corruption stuff happening here, I believe. In 1983, the Office of the Air Force, no, excuse me, the Office of Air Force History outlined the events of LA, of the LA Air Raid and noted that, guess what? What? It was meteorological, meteorological balloons that had been released prior to the barrage to help determine wind conditions. Their lights and silver color could have been what first triggered the alerts. Once the shooting began, the disorienting combination of searchlights, smoke, anti-aircraft flak might have led gunners to believe that they were firing on enemy planes even though none were actually present. So whose balloon whose meteorological balloons were they? Americans? Right. So I mean, no. <laughs> Right, in the sense that you are as far away to wrong. <laughs> no, right in that's the right question to ask. No, in that unless like, and I know this sounds like uh, very, um, am- well, I was going to say amateur, but hey, welcome to the show. How did, so you're telling me that the U.S. accidentally somehow put a, a weather balloon 120 miles west off the coast, didn't tell anybody, during a war. When everybody's jumpy. A day after an attack. Yeah. It didn't say anything? I just don't think that happens. I don't think that happens. And this is what I want to do like a, a little discussion with you on. When I was at Roswell, all this to do, literally like 750,000 pages of shit to read. It was like, and I was like, skip to Revelation, girl. Let's get to the juicy bit. <laughs> the, the end story of Roswell is that like, all of the locals were like, there was like 10 different accounts of like, no, that was like an alien aircraft. And I saw this and I saw this. And there's some like discrepancies and stuff that make you go like, hmm. But the government came in and like delivered threats to all these people. And they were like, you're going to keep your mouth shut forever. And all of these people suffered all of these traumas. Because of that, and like way down later in their lives, they started to come out of the woodwork a little bit. Okay. Okay. What they said, hold on one sec. What they said was it was a meteorological balloon. So the government goes in, 
the parts the, the parts of the craft that they've found were shipped to Fort Worth, oh. locked up, and then they said it was a weather balloon. And my thing is like two UFO stories you're both saying kind of in a dumb way that it was a weather balloon when it obviously couldn't have been a weather balloon. Now, I don't know what it is. I don't think, like, I, I'm not saying that it is, like, there was, like, three-foot-tall uh, slimy aliens on board the craft. I don't, I'm, I can't say that either, but, like, to say it's a fucking weather balloon on every, on both accounts mm-hmm. puzzles me. Mm-hmm. What say you? I just wonder if I'm looking at it without bias, and I'm, I'm trying to, I think if if a government, any government, wanted to cover something up, what is the reason? So if I back it up a little bit and say, okay, let's assume that the military component going in, first of all, being really secretive, but secondly, going in and then telling people, like, this is what happened, like, you know, sort of men in black type situation, like coming right. in and telling them what they saw and giving them context and, like, you shouldn't, don't share this. I think back to what you said in the very beginning of our story, like if there had been something that was a huge fuck up, like a friendly fire fuck up, (laughs) like for instance, it's a fucking Pan Am flight (laughs) (laughs) or something like something to the effect where, you know, not that, I mean, obviously, because people would go missing, but like just if it was just an accidental thing where like, we really, really like had our dick in our hands <laughs> yeah. on this one. Um, then I think there could be similar behavior in a cover up. Sure. And I think when you have folklore and legends of extraterrestrials, that almost helps your case, right? When there's something just a little less supernatural and a little more sinister that could be going yeah. on. Um, yeah. And then you yeah, just let, it, that shit. let the folklore ride it out. Like, oh, maybe, ooh, you'll never know. And it's like, yeah, we, yes. we just fucked it up. But I'm not saying that that's what happened. I'm just saying that's one possibility. The other possibility could be truly in a government situation, like not so much a friendly fire, but it could have been a balloon or something. And the left hand didn't know what the right hand was doing in the sense that like it was another department and they don't all speak to each other. And... Um, mm-hmm. You know, like any big organization, government or not, like, guys, we this was this was unacceptable that we didn't know that this was happening. Um, That could be reason number or like explanation number two. And then explanation number three could be, you know, it was something unexplainable. And again, everybody was super trigger happy. I mean, I'd be curious to hear the like testimonies of like the Navy people that were involved in it, you know, after they retired and stuff, that'd be, I'd be curious to know like what their accounts, you know, just the Joes that were like sitting by the, you know, machinery or whatever, like listening to the bosses. Yeah. Yeah. I read a couple accounts just in this, if you go on the LA times.com, they have like the old article and they have, uh, the, the whole thing was written by a guy who was in the military was there. And, he briefly talks about just that. And it's like, mm-hmm. basically there was a couple of like, some people saw 
one plane. Some people saw multiple planes. Some people thought it was formations. Some people thought it was just kind of all over the place. And I think once the lights and the bullets and the explosions from this artillery like was taking off he he wrote in his piece that it was just like you could it it would it's not a stretch to make up that you saw something you did see something you mm-hmm. there's just no way to know what the hell it was there was so much shit in the air sure that's that's fair and like you know your brain would fill in the holes wouldn't it you see artillery being shot oh, up at the yeah. sky and you're like well there's obviously a plane there like there's i see something, something. Right there. it must be a plane because why would they be shooting at it if it wasn't a plane right Right. Mm. I I like I yeah, I mean whenever you say it I'm like, yeah, that should make sense. Yeah, you're right. And like the simple thing of like it whatever it could be is what it usually is. But I get that <laughs> I get that too. But like I just don't it's it, more than anything it's that it's the fact that a year ago the CIA was like, "Oh, yeah, no, for sure there's UFOs." Like, we've come across so many things that we have no idea what the hell they are. Mm-hmm. And all of that is now public record. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's all terrible, like, PDFs, like, campaign finance stuff. It's, like, all, like, it's so hard to dig through. <laughs> but give me, like, mm, I don't know. Give me, like, I was going to say, like, three weeks, but it'll probably be, like, 15 years. And I'll find something. Um. I just think it's so it's the it's the cover up thing and it's the CIA <laughs> it's the cover up for me <laughs> <laughs> It's this I I can't remember if it was in the I don't think it was in the LA Times piece and I don't remember where I read this now but there was something about how the CIA does that it's it's a known thing just like the CIA followed like had agents following artists and like went with Nina Simone into South Africa and went with that band, whatever. I can't remember. Um, they do this thing where like, Oh, well, if you say it's this, if you say it's UFOs, they're going to like laugh it off or like make a mockery of it kind of. Mm -hmm. But then it also helps them in that like PR way to where it's like, if something worse is going on and this is an easy, like look over here kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. They can pretty. They effectively do that. Uh, I think far more than we know. Yeah. And just and just being so developed and covering things up. No, no, it, it, you make sense. You make sense, and like I think it, you know any organization that has classified stuff, right? I just mean any entity, again, government or whatever, any organization, a mafia, I mean, anything, any organization yeah. that relies on secrecy to do its job. It's really nice to have a unicorn to blame it on all the time. I mean, right. it, it's yeah. the same, it's the same thing. Like if there is something going on, like let the conspiracy theorists run wild with the ideas of, of aliens. And, and I mean, could, could some of this stuff be that like, perhaps, I mean, again, I don't know. I, you know, but I tend to believe usually that, um, again, the most easy explanation often is the most, um, and, but that doesn't mean that, that, that it's, that that's always the case. I mean, obviously it's not always the case. I mean, 
Uh, so I think I told you this before on, a, on another episode, but my my mother, we had some conversation after watching uh, Unsolved Mysteries, that new series that came out, like the two new seasons that came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Well, some of those were alien ones. And so she and I just got on a tangent about like, so do you believe in aliens or whatever? And so I gave her basically the same answer I just gave you. And, and I said, like, what do you think? And she was like, I do. I believe in them. I'm like, wait, what? It shook my reality. It shook my reality that my mama was like, no, like among us, man. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I've fucking seen them, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sky opened up and I saw six of them. Like, not really. <laughs> she sounds insane. No, not really. But it's no. just, it's crazy to me mama. that like, there's a case, there's a case for this. I just, oh, we just watched, um, sorry, another tangent, but we just watched Signs again. Have you oh, seen that? Shit. We just watched that the other night just because it was like, well, let's watch a weird movie that we haven't seen in a long time. So uh, even then I was like, like, this is so creepy. Like, uh, I think that's why I probably don't believe in it because like, it honestly shakes my foundation. Like I, if, if it's true that there's these creatures, these critters that are watching us and they're smarter than us. Yeah. Ew. Like, ew, yeah. ew. I don't want it. I don't, I don't, I don't want it. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Signs, literally, not hyperbolically, literally scarred me for like 15 years. Yeah. And it's that one scene. I've rewatched it since and I've been like, oh. Yeah, because CGI has advanced. Young, way, way hard. But there's that one scene where they're like doing the little video at the birthday party in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And that one just like swoops right across that alley. And I had that stuck in my head for so long. I didn't like driving at night. So that means I was at least 16. Okay. No, you're right to be scared. You're right. I was the same exact way. And Kendall, I I saw it when it came out. And so I was probably older than that. Like I was terrified that there was just something on the roof because... (gasps) Of the scene where they're running around uh-huh. the outside of the house and then it like leaps up onto the roof the and roof? then it's standing and you can see its silhouette on the roof. Yep. Fuck. No. And I was like, goodbye. I will be drowning myself <laughs> in the bathtub. <laughs> goodbye. I will not live in fear anymore. I will be free. <laughs> yeah. No. Gross. But no. no. But that's what's so scary is like just that idea. It's any. So, okay. Think about it. It's any primal pray feeling that something's watching you that you can't see back and you don't understand uh-huh. it. It's like being out in the woods. No offense that you are now. Um, <laughs> but like if there was someone or something out there, it's the premise for every prey uh-huh. predator situation. Yep. It's very scary. It's like, what do they want with us? What are they going to do to us? What are they going to do to us? Where's Tara? Is Tara home? Right. Like guerrilla warfare or whatever. Like, look, so that whole premise is just, oh, no, thank you. I don't want it. No, thanks. No, thanks. I just fucked that up so hard. It's not Tara. It's Tamra. It's Tamra home. That's the strangers. Yeah, it's Tamra home. Yeah, yeah. It's Tamra home. Mm-mm. It's just not. It's just not. No, she's right. not home. No, she's not. No, Come she's not coming back, back either. Or so you, yeah, you can just go <laughs> right on up to the Albertsons and get you some Kiwis because she ain't here at all. <laughs> Tamra, you uh-uh. got company. What if there was a Tamra that was home? <laughs> Oof. Because it was I'm random. Tamra, Be like, Tamra, your friend wants you. <laughs> <laughs> Movie's over. <laughs> Credits. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that lovely note, 
Um, that's just about all I have for this episode. That's really um, interesting. Let's post a photo of it. I saw it, so I, I've got it. Let's post a photo of it on our social because, yuck. I mean, it's very bizarre. interesting. Bizarre. Mm-hmm. And to be like, you know, at the ripe age of like, what am I now, like 21 and like just now <laughs> learning about it is just like... <laughs> Me too. Right. I'm 21 too. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Oh, well, thank you for that one. That was that's a creepy one. You're the one that has to sleep out in the middle of the woods. So bad timing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, lock your doors. Um, if you see a bright Hi, light, just kid. duck. <laughs> At this point, I just might run out to it naked. I like, yeah. I just. <laughs> Dang me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, good. Thank you for everything. Guys, follow us on social. Rate us, please. Give us some reviews. Um, and uh, if you have any ideas for topics, let us know. I mean, we keep picking them and we've got some that keep coming in, but like, please keep it up and uh, send us your, send us your ideas. Cause we'll talk about anything. As, as we've demonstrated <laughs> over as the course of two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lovely. So, okay, we will see you next week. You ready to do it? Ready. Here we go. Three, two, one. Bye. Bye.